Hi, it's John Cronshaw here with my author diary for the weekend in December the 30th, 2023. Yes, last author diary of the year. Um, so this is my review of the year. I've been doing these uh, every year for the last few years. And I've actually found them really useful exercises because what I do is I go back and listen to, uh, well, this time I listened to my review of 2022. And then I went back and listened to all the episodes that I've recorded this year because apparently I'm a bit of a masochist for that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so 2022 anyway, that was that was a dodgy year for me. Uh, there was all the burnout stuff. I think it was um, kind of a COVID, you know, the, the whole pandemic kind of hangover really. Um, so a lot of stuff in there where I look back on this year and I think, wow, 2023 was much better. So yeah, much better year. Um, feel, felt this year like I've been running on all cylinders creatively. Um, probably too many ideas. I think I've mentioned probably in a few episodes about the idea of focusing on one project or something like that. And I've just not been doing that at all. I've been doing several different projects, uh, probably too many, um, writing bits here and there, really leaning into things like serializing my fiction. So at least that does give me a focus. Um, so yeah, so that, that has been really useful. I mean, um, what I'm going to do is, is go over month by month and just kind of uh, pause it and kind of carry on. Um, so in January, um, I launched basically my only books that I launched this year, new books anyway, and that was uh, Trial of Thieves and uh, Crucible of Shadows, which came out February 1st. Um, now, I did like the idea of doing two book launches so close together, that was great because it meant that a lot of the tasks that I needed to do for the one book launch, um, you know, it was basically going into the next book as well. So uh, that was really good. A lot of doubling up, uh, a lot of cutting down on admin doing that. Now, during January as well, I did a course about an author platform, building your author platform. Um, and I've, I've actually taken a lot of that on board over the past year. So I have been doing stuff. I suppose I've been doing stuff to kind of try and future-proof my author business as well. So over this past year, I've done things like really leaning into my YouTube channel and um, trying to set up serial stuff. So, um, you know, doing the Substack thing. And uh, so, yeah, lots of different things. Uh, blogging, um, you know, basically doing content marketing related to my genre. Um, so getting a couple of those out a week. So lots of, lots of different things is what I've been doing. Um, yeah, and then what was it, January? Yeah, the book launches. I uh, was really pleased with how Trial of Thieves book launch went and the Crucible of Shadows one. That was good. Um, and then, yeah, going on to February. Yeah, February involved a lot of things like uh, editing, well, not editing, but checking over my Ravenglass Chronicles audiobook and getting that out. Um, that was great. I, I was really impressed with the audiobook of that, and that has sold well throughout the year. So I've been really pleased with that book. Um, yeah, th that meant a lot to me, actually. Um, just getting an audio edition, 40 hours, massive audiobook, um, getting that out to the world. You know, it was a big story, big undertaking. Took me a few years to write, and then obviously, the I suppose the gamble of uh, the narrator, Emmy, actually investing her time and effort into producing it and narrating it and all that so yeah really really worth it 
and uh, yeah, really cool audio book to go. Um, also in February, I mean, I was carrying on with the course stuff and and doing all the kind of uh, author platformy things, all the boring kind of behind the scenes stuff to try and get my website noticed by Google. Um, and then there was um, what was it? There was yeah, the I launched Crucible of Shadows in February and was um, working on Ravenglass Legends. Uh, working on Crucible. No, what was it? The fourth Dawn of Assassins book. Um, so yeah, loads, loads of little things. Um, I think I was at that point then where I was just getting a little bit frustrated with my writing. Um, I didn't feel like I was ready to get back to the writing after doing all this kind of course stuff and after twenty twenty two. So yeah, it was. I think it was a bit of a weird month, but getting those audio books done and things like that, I think really energised me. Heading into March then, I worked on two projects really. Uh, so I was working on a second Ravenglass Legends book and I wrote the first draft of the novella Orphan Farm Boy of Destiny. Um, so I think in March I was talking about the idea of um, basically doing the Ravenglass Legends thing as a novella series, a bit like how I did the Ravenglass Chronicles, doing it in that format. Um, I've almost gone the opposite direction. So this first, you know, what is it? The Ravenglass Chronicles books, you know, they're in the twenty to 30,000 word range, each of them. Um, this Ravenglass Legends book, the first one is 108,000 words. Uh, the second book is looking to be a similar kind of length. So I didn't do the serial thing. Um, I did divide the books up to do it as a serial, um, but then later in the year I added the second story arc, the second POV. So very different to what I was talking about in March anyway, um, which I think is kind of characterising a lot of my uh, stuff this year, which is just like getting ideas, starting projects, doing different things. Um, so, yeah, Um but you know, I'm I'm recording this, and I am uh, I've just been getting ready to do the launch in January. So Ravenglass Legends book one is coming out. It is finished. It's edited. All that good stuff. Uh, it's with the reviewers. So yeah, that is, that is good. That is uh, you know not not a serial. That is an epic epic tome of a novel. Um, so yeah, going on into April then. So much of this month was spent working on things like Orphan Farm Boy of Destiny, getting that good. Also did the listen through of the Dawn of Assassins audiobook and got that out. Um, so I was really pleased with how the audiobook went. Um, what I've not been pleased with really is the fact that I'm still waiting on the second book, Trial of Thieves. So, you know, the, we had the contract um, to do the next book and that was meant to have been done you know, come and gone September and the lack of communication from the narrator, um, you know, that has been frustrating. Um, he did say it's on his list and he'll get to it eventually. But, you know, that's tough when, uh, you know, you're trying to build momentum in the series. You, you're not trying to disappoint readers and you're keeping people waiting. Um, so that is frustrating, but there's not really anything I can do about that. You know, I don't want to go to a different narrator for the second book. And it might be that if I have to do that, then I might just have to remove the first book, which would be a shame because I do think he did a really good job 
Um, but, you know, I've still got two books that haven't got audio books for them, which should have had them, you know, <laughs> months ago. Uh, so, yeah, um, that, that was a bit frustrating. So moving on into May, May was really productive. I spent a lot of time working on um, Ravenglass Legends. So I finished the, uh, what was it, the arc of Maya, who's the second character. So I did the second POV for the first novel. Um, got that as good as I could get it. And then I moved on to do the first draft of the second book. So the, the second POV in the second book. Um, I am still working on that book, actually. It's, uh, you know, I still haven't redrafted those Maya chapters and I've still got probably about 10,000 words left of the Ragnar chapters to rewrite and edit. So there's still quite a bit of work to do on that and to kind of order the scenes and things like that. Um, but yeah, I, I was really pleased with that month. I'm really pleased with that story. Um, I think what I've got is is basically two very different novels with the same characters. Um, you know, the first one is kind of a fish-out-of-water story with these two siblings in different palaces. And then the second one is more of a quest adventure kind of thing where one character goes one direction, another goes another. Um, they're both doing their own thing, but they both ultimately have the goal of trying to reunite with each other. So, yeah, that that's cool. I think June was a really important month for me this year. A few things happened that I think have, have changed the way I do things as an author. Um, so the first one was um, just a really good hack in terms of my dictation. So I do dictate my novels. And this was basically, instead of using the software Dragon, which is what I've been using for years, um, I have now switched over to using OpenAI to uh, basically transcribe what I've done. So what I end up with is a pretty clean transcript of what I've said. It's really, really good. Um, one of the biggest things with using Dragon was basically that I'd spend ages almost translating what I've written, uh, really trying to get my head around what the weird kind of mistakes were, and then there'd be like just random Words thrown in, like the word this would appear, which I think was probably picking up my breath. Um, and then it had put in random quote marks and things like that. So, you know, there was always a lot to do in terms of the transcription. Now, with this open AI playground thing, it has cut so much time out of my production. I still obviously have to redraft and rewrite and all that stuff. But it had just cut out that, that kind of mental energy, the slog, the sloggy part of getting through you know, getting through what I've uh, I've spoken and then trying to get that done. Um, so this has been a game changer because I thought, oh yeah, this this year's been really productive. But now it's the second half of the year that's been really productive, and it's because of this. Um, the other thing that I did in June was set up a Substack. So I started posting Guild of Assassins. So I started work on that. Uh, for that one, I was using the cycling method, which is where I uh, do first draft, second draft, get it as good as I can. Um, obviously this is a lot easier with this new process um, so yeah really pleased with that um, so yeah I mean so I started posting that I have finished the first book of that um, I'm now just going over that first book at the moment just kind of making sure that I'm happy with it as a cohesive novel because obviously releasing it a week at a time um, 
you know, maybe there's a few redundancies, a few little things where I can kind of tighten it up. Um, so, for example, like the first chapter, um, you know, there's scenes cut out, there's um, just li- little bits here and there just to kind of tighten the story up. So that was, that was always my intention anyway with the Substack stuff is you get in a rough and ready version of the story. Um, some of the stuff will end up on the cutting room floor, which it has. Um, you know, and there's some scenes where, I don't know, I've, I've combined events that happened maybe over three scenes into one scene, stuff like that. So it's just to kind of tighten the story and to uh, get rid of any fat, really. Um, but yeah, so that that has been really good, you know, as well as that, still working on the Ravenglass Legends stuff. Yeah, yeah the Guild of Assassins thing, it's like I've, I've finished what will be a novel, so I have a finished novel, um, but I've not finished that story, so I'm going to be doing more to that story in that world, um, finishing that. Might be that it'll end up as a duology, might be a trilogy, looking more likely a trilogy, um, or it could be a big old beefy standalone, but I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, it will definitely be something that I do serialise again. Um, whether I use Substack is a different question. I'll I am trying to build up a platform called Ream. Um, so I think this is actually a better reader experience. I think it m- makes more sense for authors to be on this platform. And I think at the moment as well, there's, there's just a lot of controversy with Substack because it is just basically a bit of a platform where anyone can post, anyone can set things up. And I think it's attracted some Nazis. And you don't want to be on a thing with Nazis, do you? Unless you're a Nazi. There's quite a few reasons why I do want to kind of uh, untangle myself from Substack. Um, you know, I've been there on, on there six months and I've got paid subscribers and things. So I don't want to let those people down. Um, but at the same time, there might be things I can do in terms of like, um, what do you call them, like promo codes or vouchers or free stuff to get them onto Ream and to not make them feel like they've been ripped off or anything like that. So I just need to look into that and work that out. Um so in July, I worked on Guild of Assassins. That was my main focus. But I also um, planned out uh, another series. Uh, so this is what I'm calling my Wyvern Rider series. Um, I've actually been working on the first draft of the prequel um, this week. So that is just a... Yeah, I, I've been working on that. Um, so yeah, that that is an interesting series i think it's got a lot of potential um i've been working on a few different series quite recently that you know they're all kind of building to uh future stuff so yeah so that, that was kind of the main thing in july and then obviously um i also did a massive overhaul of my website so this has been frustrating me for a while I've, i was using MailerLite to host my website and it just wasn't picking up on google um, and, you know, back and forth with customer service and it just wasn't wasn't happening. Um, so I got my site back onto WordPress, um, ended up spending, I think, probably about a week just kind of migrating all the content across and um, doing all the SEO stuff. And now my website, you know, it, it works. It, it gets a lot of visitors. Um, I'm really pleased with that. Um and doing other blog posts and things like that, that's really helped get traffic to my site. So in August, I went on holiday back to Jersey. So I went to the same 
hotel basically that we went to last year a bit of a different experience because the weather was rubbish um so when we went in 2022 the weather was lovely this time it was storms um as i record this i'm in my attic and there is a storm in morecambe and this we've got 40 mile an hour winds and rain 50 mile an hour winds and it looks like it's lasting all week uh so that's exciting um but yeah so august Obviously, I did the Guild of Assassins stuff, got chapters for that. But I also wrote a couple of first drafts that I've not actually looked at since. Um, so I wrote, uh, what was it, the first draft to um, a story, basically the follow-up to Orphan Farm Boy of Destiny. And I wrote the first draft to a sci-fi novella, like a space fantasy novella. Um, and I outlined the trilogy for that. Now, I haven't actually gone back to that, um, and I should at some point do that um but obviously i've still got loads of other things that i am working on um but yeah i think that has been characteristic hasn't it of this year of just lots of ideas lots of creativity and having the productive capacity with the dictation stuff to kind of get that even better even quicker um which has meant i suppose that stuff is getting left behind um which is no good because if you know if no one's there to read it then it doesn't exist isn't it um so, yeah, I need to get those projects finished. Um, but I do have a bit of a backlog of kind of higher priority projects to finish, which includes, what, Guild of Assassins, Ravenclaw Legends, Books 1, 2, 3. Uh, yeah, a few other things, no doubt. Carry on with Punks vs. Zombies. So, yeah, loads of stuff anyway to carry on with and finish. And, yeah, so I don't know when I'll get round to those. Um, and the Wyvern Rider stuff as well. You know, I've been working on that this past week so yeah loads of stuff <laughs> um but yeah that that was kind of the main thing in august was uh basically working around you know my son was off school some holidays so i was just getting first i suppose that probably explains why i didn't actually get back to um doing the redrafting and things like that was it's like had time to hammer out you know hour here hour there hammer out this first draft um and then get it processed and then just kind of leaving it um so in september i had a few different things going on really um i decided to repurpose relaunch indie author mastermind so i'd done this in 2022 and i think in my review of 2022 i kind of put it down to a uh, bad idea um but this time i didn't do all the video stuff didn't do all the tiktok and all that stuff um, but I set up a thing on uh, Substack and there's a few posts going out a week on that. That are Stuff that I wrote a few years ago, some of it's been updated, some have been tweaked slightly. But, you know, I wrote loads of stuff um, and it's just repurposing content that I've had for years. So that is cool. So I've basically been posting those consistently, um, been kind of building up subscribers on there. And I also started doing audio on YouTube using like a text-to-speech thing called uh, Eleven Labs. Now, what I've decided with this is, you know, with my books, I want them all in audio format, all my stories. Um, you know, I'm visually impaired. All of my consumption of books is done through audio. I can't read print books. Um, and it's really frustrating when... I have to, you know, there's a book I'm reading at the moment and 
It's a non-fiction book for authors, and it's only available on Kindle, and I'm listening to it with the really bad text-to-voice thing on my phone, um, which is just monotone and horrible. But, you know, my main books, the ones where there's a business case for doing it, I will make them available with a real narrator. That's what I want to do, because I do sound better. But for things like short stories, for novellas, for things where there isn't really a business case for doing it, just to make them accessible, I'm putting them on YouTube for free. Um, So they are on there. You can listen to them if you want to. If that's not your thing, then you don't have to. Um, But they are accessible, and my priority is to make them accessible for people who are visually impaired. Um, So, yeah, that that is what I've done. I've, I've done quite a few of my novellas so i think all my prequel novellas apart from the fool which is as part of the uh, ravenglass chronicles audiobook anyway so anything that is already existing in different format i'm not putting it out there but a lot of short stories um a lot of things that i've written over the years you know they're now up on youtube to listen to um so that is really cool I'm really pleased with those um some of them have done pretty well you know um so you know lots of listens and things like that I think what I didn't realise when I first did them was that actually you, you need to edit them. You need to you can't just put in the audio and then expect it to be okay. You you've actually got to process them like you would any other audio book um, because the software isn't perfect and there's loads of mistakes and things like that. So you just kind of have to go over stuff again. Um, the other thing I was doing this month was um, I started Punks vs Zombies. So Punks vs Zombies is an ongoing zombie serial. Um, I think I've released 14 episodes of that. I've written 16 um, so far. And this is another thing where, you know, I'm basically almost at the end point of the first novel. Um, so that is very cool. That is a cool feeling to have just been doing this thing, plodding away, and then going, oh, look, I've got a novel appear from nowhere, uh, which is basically what happened with Guild of Assassins. Um, I'm doing this as a YouTube serial, so every week there's a YouTube video coming out that's the episode um, and done it as a podcast and as Substack thing. Um, so, you know, that is, a again, an- another thing that I'm doing with Substack. So I've been doing like two things a week on Substack. And as I say, I think I will be trying to untangle myself from Substack over the next few months. Um, but, you know, it's it's not the easiest thing to do really when you've already got you know, thousands of people subscribed. So um, I'll probably be running Substack and, and Ream parallel for a while, um, but encouraging people when I can to move to the Ream one. So in October then, I bought Guild of Assassins to an end. So I finished the first book of that. And I also carried on with Punks vs Zombies. So I've got a few more episodes of that done. Um, I also, because I was doing the processing of my old stories, Came across an old story, which was uh, Lord Sidebottom and the awesome airship mystery, which I wrote quite a few years ago now for um, the Morecambe Steampunk Festival, I think probably about five or six years ago. And I basically wrote, what, two or three? Yeah, three more stories for that. Um, so I was just inspired, loved the character, thought the world was fun. So I ended up writing um, just some stupid, wacky steampunk stories Um so now four of them because I've got yeah because I've got uh what was it one two three short stories and then I've written first draft of a novella um also worked on the first draft of Dawn of Assassins 4 
um, which I still need to carry on with. And I also did um, The Long Night, which is another um, Ravenglass Legends prequel. So obviously I've got The Fall of Wolfsbane, which is a novel, and that's coming out in January. And then I, I did a prequel called The Blaze of Wolfsbane, uh, and this is like a bridging story. So it's a story that's set between Blaze of Wolfsbane and the uh, Fall of Wolfsbane. So this is basically the long night. It's just something. So what? I think it's about 8,000 words. So yeah, posted that on my Substack and now it's available on Ream. Um, so yeah, if you go on to, or is it myream.com slash John Cruncher author, you can read The Long Night on there for free. Um, but yeah, that was cool just to kind of get back into the mindset of that world as well when I'm in the uh, what is it, the second second book. Still working through the second book, but it's nearly there. It's nearly there. I also launched Dawn of Assassins, the box set. Now, one thing I've learned from this experience of launching Dawn of Assassins, the box set, was that it was a bit of a flop. Um, did not gain traction in the way that my other box sets have. I think it's just releasing a book in quarter four of a year. Uh, will not be doing that again. I mean, I'm, I'm even tempted just to pull the box set and then re-release it um, and just kind of start again with it. Um, but there's there's also another part of me, which is a, a revelation I had, you know, moving on into November. Um, I kind of realised that this series, the Dawn of Assassin series, it's mislabeled. Um, it's not assassin fantasy. It's close. It's a thief fantasy with like storylines about assassins and cons involving assassins, blackmail involving assassins, but they're not assassins. So what I'm kind of promising with the cover, it, it's not quite right. It doesn't have the right alignment. Um, so what I've been doing and started this in November and, um, you know, I've been working on it this week on the second book is um kind of doing a new uh prequel stories so gonna be doing at least two books maybe three that go before the dawn of assassins one um and it's the see well the first book's called scoundrels and it is going to lean more into the thief fantasy thing of it it's going to be marketed as a thief fantasy it's going to have thief fantasy covers and then eventually that will lead me to rebrand and re-release the Dawn of Assassins series with new names, new covers, because I'll be leading into that, and then there'll be kind of later books in the series. Um, but that was a kind of bit of a difficult realisation, really. Um, you know, I don't think it helped that November is always a challenging month for me anyway, um, just with seasonal affective disorder. I think I had uh, aspirations of doing NaNoWriMo this year, yeah, just my mental health, just in the toilet. So, um, yeah, November, November's just hard, man. It's <laughs> hard month. Um, I think I need to go away in October half-term or something like that this next year, go somewhere sunny, get some of that vitamin D. Um, but, yeah, I think it's to do, like, all, yeah, it's just the weather, it's just the um, lack of sunshine, it's the clocks changing, all those things just kind of add up and I just feel very sluggish and tired and... Uh, lack motivation i suppose but you know i still got on with stuff still worked on punks versus zombies still wrote some short stories and worked on projects and then december i have been working on 
Guild of Assassins. So I've gone back to that. I've been redrafting the chapters. Um, that's been really useful. Um, you know, the, the book was nearly there, and so I've just been going over that based on feedback. Um, also been working on Scoundrels, book one of that. So I do have a first draft of that now. Um, so that is pretty cool. Um, I mean, obviously, it means I'll have my work cut out in terms of editing and all that, but I think... That will probably be the thing I'll do next on Substack and Ream and all that. And then there was the... Oh, yeah, just I've been doing loads of stuff for the book launch of um, Ravenclaw Legends Book 1. So For the Wolf Spain, that's all set up. So the paperback is out. And what is it? The ebook is set for release on January the 18th. Hopefully this does a bit better than the Dawn of Assassins box set. Um, I think the issue really with trying to release a book at that time is there's just so many other people advertising. Like, it was just prohibitively expensive for me to advertise. So trying to do Facebook ads and things like that. And I can't make money on a book when it's like more than 40 pence a click. That's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a shame. But, you know, I mean, in the future... Those stories will come in again. And ironically, the, the single standalone books are still earning well enough. Um, and my Ravenclaw Chronicles box set's still been keeping me going. So, you know, that that's good. Um, and the audiobooks as well. Like, um, I kind of forget that I have the audiobooks and then, you know, my royalties come in from Audible. It's like, oh, that's nice, you know. Nice little bonus at the end of the month. So that's, that's cool. So, yeah, I, th I think on reflection, like... I think as I went through the latter half of this year, I felt like I was just all over the place, like a focus, things like that. But really, I've got a good thing going. Definitely more productive than I have been. And I think that that thing of having the substack deadlines, you know, getting the serials out, keeping me focused on a couple of core projects. I've also got the stuff where I'm editing um, the Ravenglass Legends books. So yeah, there's 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 a lot of things that, I've kind of got, got a backlog of stuff to work on for future things, um, but I'm happy just carrying on the way I have been. I don't think it's a problem. You know, I've got Ravenglass Legends 1 complete, completely complete. That's ready to go. Ravenglass Legends 2 is nearly there. Um, I'm working on the last chunk of the first arc, and then I just need to do a redraft of the second arc. You know, I've got Guild of Assassins, I've got Punks versus Zombies, which is basically I've got a, you know the first novel in that, so I've got I've got stuff that is is ready to go, um, or you know ready for the editor or different stages, and because what I like doing is is following my energy and yeah I, I feel like I've I've got a method and a way of working that is fulfilling and even doing things where it's a bit of a sidetrack or a bit of a side project or something like that like. Because I'm doing it on this serial platform and it might be like a, you know, a week's worth of content might be just me spending a day or two on a wacky steampunk story or something like that. Um, so it doesn't have the same kind of pressure to stick to a single genre, that kind of thing. So I feel like I'm more creative. I feel like uh, I'm getting more done. Um, it's just that the finished products as novels being released to Amazon or wherever, you know, they might be not as high a priority as it has been in the past. But this is good going forward for me. I think, you know, I want to get into this situation where it is about the story, it's not about the delivery system. 
and just bringing the readers along and hoping that they'll come along with me um, and just being interested in all the wacky things that I come up with. So, yeah, we shall see how that goes. One thing I did forget to mention, which I did find really useful, was the discovery of the subgenre of Noble Dark. Um, I think that that was a, a real eye-opener for me, um, just a fantasy genre where that makes sense in terms of what I wrote in the most part because then I thought about, you know, the wacky steampunk stuff and, you know, I do have different facets of what I do. I'm not just a, a one-note writer, don't stick to a genre, don't necessarily stick to a theme or a, a tone, <laughs> which probably makes it difficult, but, you know, that, that's who I am. You know, that's we're not one-dimensional characters, are we? Um, we're multifaceted. And I think having all these different parts of personality coming through, the authenticity, I think that's important for creative people going forward. So I suppose that's my conclusion for the year anyway. Uh, authenticity, all that. So until next time, Happy New Year and cheerio. Mm-hmm.